This is the Fireman Trainers Podcast, Season 2, Episode 22, published on February 1st, 2022. I'm your host, Rob Beckman, and our topic today is creating entertaining videos. Our podcast is part of the ConcealedCarry.com network, brought to you by XS Sites, the best sites in any light. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Firearms Trainers Association. Visit the website at ftaprotect.com and learn more about their instructor coverage they offer and their competitive pricing. We save a special 10% off on your policy by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is brought to you by NA Tactical. As instructors, our students are always asking us what gear we use. I always tell them I use NA Tactical. Do you know that NA Tactical offers several designs, each with extreme comfort for all-day carry? The Revenant and Professional Holsters have a patented tuckable design, adjustable cant, and secure twist release. My personal favorite is the KO-1. It is an all-kydex appendix holster that I can carry all day in comfort. All of N8's holsters come with a two-week try guarantee and a lifetime warranty even on the clip. Remember to check out their Flex Mag Carrier also. It has a three-layer comfort backer and will accommodate several sizes of the magazines. Shop at n8tactical.com to find your next holster. That's the letter N, the number eight, tactical.com. We bring you this podcast, Sport and Industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Matthew Marister from concealedcarry.com. Thanks for coming on, Matthew. How's your day going? Awesome, Rob. Thanks for having me. It's uh, It's been a while since I was uh, on the podcast, and it's just uh, been a while since we talked. So cool, yeah. cool, always cool. Good, always good to catch up. But for those few listeners out there who might not have caught your uh, original episodes or caught you on the Concealed Carry podcast, can you give everybody a little bit of your background and what you do in the industry? Sure. It's not as impressive as most of the guys you have on here. But um, yeah, so I was, uh, I'm from Cleveland, so nobody hold that against me. But uh, from Cleveland, uh, I went out and was a, a, an infantry Marine for uh, nine years, went over to Iraq, got to do some good stuff. Uh once I got out, I convinced my wife to let me stay out in California and be a cop out there. Um, and so we were out there for about eight years uh, doing that. And we had our daughter and we didn't have any family or anything. And uh, we just uh, felt, you know, uh, a big calling to say we got to be around family and raise our, our daughter around family and grandma, grandpa, all that stuff uh, that I had when I was growing up. So we moved back, uh, ended up in Columbus, about two hours uh, from Cleveland, where my parents are, so we can see them pretty routinely. Um, came back here, had a desire to, you know, get a get on a, a police department out here. It quickly realized I was going to have to uh, start at the bottom of the barrel as far as seniority and work the uh, the night shift again in the the not so desirable neighborhoods. So uh, I was like, yeah, maybe I don't want to do this. I'm a little bit older and I don't, I'm done chasing crackheads over, you know, fences and things. So I was like, yeah, I went to go get my concealed carry license and realized, hey, you know, there's a lacking of like reality-based training and, and some perspective. And so just started uh, trying to figure out how I could uh, go about training people and helping them get their concealed carry licenses and get a little bit of a uh, real world uh, kind of application with, uh, with using the handgun for self-defense fell into concealed carry started writing for them and uh, 
just, I think it's been maybe five years I've been with concealed carry and just over the years kind of gradually getting more responsibility there. And, um, now I, I, I'm pretty much, uh, the, I write the bulk of the the um, content on the site and I'm the editor and uh, kind of produce the podcast and they got me on there on the podcast quite a bit. I don't know why yet, but, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's been a great, it's awesome working there. And um, yeah, that's how, you know, we kind of came, you, you and I met through concealed carry and being mm-hmm. struck uh, part of instructor network and just been an awesome thing. Yeah. Well, one of the things too, that, uh, you and me kind of, uh, meant along, uh, early on was, uh, you went along and produced a lot of videos, which, um, early on, which brought me into, you know, you're a good person to bring on because you're not a Hollywood producer that is, you know, building all these great flashy, you were a guy who by yourself. And I think with your iPhone at the time, we're producing some pretty cool videos of, you know, sh- showing different drills going along and talking about different reviews of things. Now, obviously now with concealedcarry.com, your reviews are a little bit more elaborate, but, um, you did some really great reviews over the last, what you've been doing those for almost 10 years now, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you, I've learned a tremendous amount. I go back and sometimes I see the videos I've done in the past and I just wish I could like somehow scrub them from the internet. Cause like they're cringe, you know, I can cringe <laughs> at some of the stuff, but anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I quickly, I realized, you know, there, uh, there are a lot of, um, and, and starting out, you know, you look five years ago, um, Instagram was, wasn't as big as it is now. It it was, you know, people were starting to, to start picking up on Instagram, but it wasn't like it is now. It was really still YouTube and Facebook were predominantly where people were posting content videos and things like that. Um, But then with Instagram, like I, I quickly started to notice that people wanted to see these short little, I think at the time you could only put like a 15 second video or something on Instagram. And, and so people were really starting to talk about, you know, these instructors that were on Instagram that were posting these short little video clips and, you know, not that they weren't great and, you know, that the material wasn't good. It's not that. And, and some of it, some of it wasn't, some of it was, but there were instructors that were very notable just because of Instagram. So I thought, and I, this is my job. I don't have, you know, this is my full-time job. I'm trying to train people. Um, How can I get to be, I didn't know anybody out here. I didn't know anything. So uh, I just started kind of saying, okay, I'll make some videos here and there. And, um, and it, it helped me, you know, get a little bit of, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of recognition and then I could direct people to videos uh, or, or like a little um, tidbit of like what they could learn in a class. Right. And so that was e- an easier sell for me. Cause I'm not a good salesman. I'm not like you. I, <laughs> I can't, I can't pitch <laughs> things. And, and so, you know, someone say, Hey, you know, should I take your class? I'd be like, I don't know, take my class, take some other's class, but, but here, you know, check out this video. If it's something that interests you, you know, I, give me a call and, and we'll, we'll set up a class. That's my, that's my high pressure pitch, right? Which, uh, you know, isn't, isn't the greatest, but it, it allowed me to kind of just direct somebody to, to something where, where, where it get their intention. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I would definitely say you got a lot of people's attention because you, you got a lot of, uh, well, you've got a good amount of followers, you know, a lot is relative depending upon what your channel has and such. 
uh, for it. But when you were going along first doing those videos, what kind of videos did you do? Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. So I know like most of the listeners are probably, you know, uh, instructors, firearm instructors, but I initially wanted to do some just short little, hey, this is this is what I see people, you know, having a question about and just kind of answering it, right? Like something very simple. Um, it could be, you know, hey, should I use uh, the slide stop or should I, you know, to send the slide forward or should I reach over, grab the slide and, and, and let it go? And something simple like that, that, you know, people get worked up about, you can talk about for a quick 30 seconds, give a, give a little, um, you know, your, your insight and, and move on. It, it doesn't take like a huge backdrop or, you know, a, a lot of, a uh, lot of production. And so it was, it was kind of a mixture of those type of videos. And then I was like, there, I, I was started to use some different holsters and, and learning, you know, different gear and things and saying, well, I get a lot of questions from, you know, students about, holsters or how do you carry this or lights and so i was like well i'll i'll try to do some some product reviews and um and those got a little bit more in depth um but yeah it was it was just kind of a smattering kind of going back back with those uh picked up a, a drone and try to get some good aerial videos of different you know classes and stuff just to kind of put together maybe a little bit of like i don't want to say an advertisement but something that was kind of catchy that wasn't, you know, maybe no, no actual spoken words or anything, just kind of something catchy, eye catching that, you know, 10, 15 seconds that somebody say, Oh, okay. I, I, I see that. That's interesting. And let me check out their website. Mm -hmm. Well, and a lot of the stuff that you were talking about drones, you know, phones, different things we've all got these days, or they're yeah. much more reasonably priced than what they were, um, you know, 10 years ago, we didn't be able yeah. to do that. Um, you know, some of the stuff I've seen people do with uh, drones and the cameras is, you know, really amazing because obviously you can't be downrange while somebody's right. shooting, but you can send a drone, you know, overhead, mm -hmm. you can send a drone that's, you know, pretty close to, you know, be able to see what it looks like and then be able to have, you know, what you look like shooting. And then you can actually show what the, what the target looks like by setting the multiple cameras and you're not mm -hmm. breaking the bank by doing that. And with products, you know, or sites such as Facebook, YouTube, um, uh, full 30 Instagram, you know, those kind, you've got the ability to go along, publish them and start a following. And, you know, I know for a while there, um, you had quite a following that where people are looking for, you know, your product reviews, looking for your, your drills, those, those types of things. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've, I've, I've never been one that was like seeking, you know, I, 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 I kind of cringe from, you know, or, or hide away from, you know, a lot of people. I, I don't want celebrity, I guess what I'm trying to say. Right. And like, I'm not one of those guys that's trying to just get clicks or just get people to follow me. Um, but I do realize that, you know, a lot of instructors, you, you're an instructor, you might care a lot about what you do and put a lot of time and effort into learning the craft. And, and you want to get that information out to people. And as great as, as much of knowledge that you might have, if you're not reaching people, then, you know, are you fulfilling what, what your, you know, your calling is, right? Like mm -hmm. it, it, there's something you could say, Oh, I'm noble. I I'm not going to, you know, sell myself out and all this stuff. And and that's, that, that's good. But if you have a lot of great information and, and, and stuff, especially if you see something in the, in the, in, you know, the, uh, 
the industry that's kind of lacking, right? Or kind of going in the wrong direction and, and you, you, you look at it differently. Um, and you don't have that reach to be able to get out there and just say, Hey, here's an, here's an alternative. Consider this. Um, that, that can, you know, that, that, that's something that you'll, you'll have to do. Um, if, if and it, you'll have to reach people. That's just the only thing you can't hide back. So that's kind of, I had to come out of my shell a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I, I can definitely identify with that, especially doing a podcast where every week I'm, you know, talking and I got to listen to my voice to get better and do those types of things, but you get over it and realize there's, you know, some good stuff out there that you can give people. Yeah. Um, when it came to your product reviews and things like that, um, I know a lot of people are, are like, wow, you know, it must be great for everybody to be sending you guns and holsters and, you know, stuff to play with all the time. <laughs> but I gotta, I gotta imagine probably, you know, the first couple of videos, you probably, it was probably stuff that you had to buy. Or you were your own equipment that you were showing off because most of those places, they won't send you samples until you got some kind of following. You can show them that you're somebody that's worthwhile for them to send stuff to. Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, I, you know, if you're just, if, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I don't really do a lot of videos or I, I want to, but I'm not really sure. Like I, I grabbed stuff that I had. And I was like, this is, this is a holster I use. And this is, uh, this is a holster I don't use. And I'm going to just compare the two and say, this is why I don't use this. And this is why I've used this. And it's a, it's a low cost um, thing to do. Um, I, you know, once I started working for concealed carry, obviously that made it a lot easier because I could say, Hey, I write and po- post uh, reviews and videos for concealed carry and they have a huge reach. Um, but don't sell yourself short. Cause some, some, companies, if you say, Hey, you know, I, I, I want to, I'd love to review this product. They'll give it to you. So, some of them might give it to you at a, at a, you know, a, a writer's discount, give you, you know, 30% off or something like that. And, um, uh, it just, it takes a little time, right. Like to, to build up kind of, um, the, the numbers that these, these companies want to see, but, um, it, it it's just, it, it takes time. And if that's what you want to do, then, you know, if it's gear that you're going to work, you, you know, use, then it, it, you know, it's, it's, you're going to buy it anyways. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so it, and it, 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 I mean, I'm not going to lie when companies say, Hey, I'd love to send you this and give you, you know, you give me my, you, you, your opinion on it. That, that makes me, you know, I'm like, Oh, that's great. It, I'm always kind of humbled by that, you know? Um, but, you know, sometimes it's a double-edged sword because sometimes you get stuff that you really, it's bad. It's, it's just, you know, I can't recommend it. I can't even say good stuff about it. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll talk to some of the, the companies and say, Hey, this is what I would change. And this is this and that. And, and so in that process, you might get a little, find a company that wants to work with you because you give them constructive feedback about their, their stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, good information to know because I think that, you know a lot of the people, uh, our instructors that are listening, are probably thinking you know how do I do this? How do I make it into you know something that I can help the public with or and potentially you know help my business and get it out there? And you know the points of going along and being able to reach to reach out to you know 
manufacturers to say, Hey, this is what I'm doing. It's and holsters are probably, you know, some of the easiest I would say, because sure. there's a lot of holster manufacturers going, at, going after the, um, you know, firearms and actually, you know, call somebody up and say, Hey, I'd like to review your new pistol. Uh, you've got to have some cre- credibility behind yeah. you in order to, for them to send you, you know, several hundred dollar worth of, uh, you know, hard goods there to say the least. Yeah. And you're, you're right. And, you know, as instructors don't, you know, I know, you know, I was, we're kind of talking about followers and things, but as an instructor, you also are speaking to the people that these companies want to sell their products to, right? Like Mm -hmm. concealed carriers, right? So if you're saying, Hey, you know, my social media is this and that, and it's not great um, at this point, but, you know, I train two, 300 students a year. Um, you know, that's two or 300 students that I'm going to be talking about when I talk about holsters or when I talk about, you know, lights or handheld lights or whatever, I'm going to be using your product if, 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 if it's true, right? Like I would, you know, if if you're actually using it, um, not that you're pitching people's products because they send it to you, but if you like a light or like a specific holster, that's the one you're going to be talking about in class. Right. So, um, don't, don't, don't fail to, you know, kind of use that also as a, as kind of a reason that they might want your feedback on, on um, a particular piece of gear. Well, once we go along and figure out what we're going to be doing for that video, how do you, what do you have suggestions for when it comes to um, the proper setup of it? And I don't want to get too Hollywood on it, but how do you get the light right? How do you go along and get the right backdrop? How do you go along and, you know, take care of, you know, the mic volume, you know, all those kind of things uh, for it, because I, I think we've all probably seen some YouTube or or TikTok or Instagram videos that were, you know, somebody had a really, really bad sound to it, or yeah. the video just was so horrible. You just swiped to go to the next one, something probably. else like that. What, what's your magic? Yeah. You're probably talking about some of my videos too. Cause like early <laughs> on, I'm telling you it was, it was rough, but um, you know, it takes trial and error to figure it out. I, what I found is, you know, I've tried different, I bought a camera and I, I, I bought different things and lighting sets and backdrops and stuff to try to, you know, green screens and things. And certainly you can do those things. Um, but I'll tell you, it's, I find it sometimes overly cumbersome to set stuff up unless you have a setup, you know, that you're going to leave up with the green screen and stuff. Um, and then editing all that stuff. What I found uh, over the time, uh, that the, the best videos, um, are if you can get outside, obviously the lighting outside, make sure you're not squinting and things like that, but the lighting outside will be more natural. It will be less, uh, you know, sometimes you'll have fluorescent lights over top and I'm, uh, over top of you and in, in the colors of things. And, and it just distorts the way the, the videos look. So, um, if you can video outside, that's, that's preferable. Um, but make sure if you're doing, you know, product reviews or something that the product is lit, and if you're speaking that your face is lit, you don't want like wearing a hat with a shadow over it and stuff like that. Th- those are just distracting things in a video. Um, but more importantly than the video even is the audio. Um, if people will, even if you don't have like a 1080, you know, or 4k, uh, video, right. Um, they'll, they'll still watch the video. I mean, think about videos you've watched, like right? they're not always, high def videos, but the, if the sound is bad and you can't hear it, or you hear an echo or there's mm-hmm. mumbling or the mute, the background music's too loud, 
that's those are the videos that people are just going to they're going to scan right over and they're not going to have the patience to deal with bad audio or clicking or noises so if you're outside getting that good light um i would recommend getting a, a lapel mic um, one of those little lapel mics and it, truthfully nowadays the phones the cell phones the cameras on them are just, I mean, you don't need anything more than a cell phone with a, you know, a, either a wireless or a plug-in lapel mic for your camera, a good tripod to set the thing up, or if you have a friend that, <laughs> that'll video for you, um, <laughs> but, and make sure you use a lapel mic, set it up. So it's, you know, it, it's catching your voice and not the wind and not, you know, ducks quacking and cars driving by and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and you'll be amazed at, you know, just, it doesn't take a lot. You don't have to have a fancy background. I tried all that stuff and, um, I've, I've realized that it, it, People don't really care about the background as much. If you're in your own house or right outside in your backyard, just get a, a neutral background, maybe trees or a fence or, you know, even your house, but something that's not, you know, there's not cars driving by or people walking by or dogs and stuff that are going to distract the viewer. Mm -hmm. We well, talked about a lot of different things there to avoid. Um, question for you now, what happens if we do have that those ducks quacking, the dogs barking, and you've got to remake something. Yeah. What kind of editing software <laughs> or how do you edit the edit things? Because I think that's one of those things that we're all you know, prone to. We make a mistake and it's like, you yeah, know, we're going to cut that last 30 seconds out because that's not what I wanted to say. My tongue got twisted or different things right. like that. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. Like we, we do the podcast. It's not scripted. Right. And so sometimes I say stupid stuff and that's just the way it is. But um, <laughs> if you can, you know, in your videos, if you can script it or at least have an outline of what you want to cover key points uh, so you can kind of stay on track and you don't go on these tangents. Um, I find that that will keep your videos succinct, succinct and we'll talk about time and all that. But um, to answer your question specifically about editing, I, 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 I use Mac and I use um, I've used iMovie for for the longest, and that's how I I edit most of my stuff. Um, recently, I got a, a program called Movavi that does a little bit more, um, and I, I think it's it's like eighty dollars or something. But it, it's it's a I think it's a fantastic video editing software uh, program that you can get for Win both of those you can get for Windows as well. Um, but the the the. I, what I would recommend is for most people getting like Adobe Acrobat, unless you're experienced in that, I wouldn't use it because it's just, it gives you so much stuff that like, it's, it's so hard to learn and it's probably overkill for what the average or most people are going to use. Um, unless, you know, unless you're, you're going to do some pretty fantastic stuff. I would get something, not the, some of the free stuff is okay, but then it'll brand the video or, you know, it'll leave a watermark or it won't allow you to do certain things. Um, get, get like a middle of the road, you know, software like a Movavi or iMovie or something. And, and, um, and those, you can do a tremendous amount of uh, video and audio editing. And I would just say, if you're, making a video that's five minutes long, expect your editing process to be like, you know, an hour because uh, at least, cause it, it, it does take some time to, to edit all that down. And um, yeah, it, no matter what, what program you're using. 
Mm -hmm. Yep. And, uh, I would, I would think, you know, recommend go free or cheap begin with. And then as you get the skills and the need to get all the fancy stuff, you know, go, go Hollywood, what I'll call it. Um, then, then you've got some income to be able to go along and justify, you know, spending stuff for, you know, like Adobe creative suites and different things like that. Yeah. Especially if you're buying, you know, microphones and things like that, it can, it can add up quickly. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Well, you touched on this too, which is another topic. What's your suggestion when it comes to length of videos? I mean, you know, just like podcasts, I try to keep the podcast about 30 minutes um, because I find that's what my audience appreciates. Yeah. Um, what's, what is, what's been your feeling as far as what people feel for a uh, video? Yeah. It, it, and obviously some of it's going to dictate on what you're, what you're covering. And if you're, Covering a topic that need that is going to take a long time, you might want to think about breaking it into a segmented video. Like, hey, I'm going to cover this. The scope is going to be narrow, narrowly focused on this, and is a, there's a broader conversation, but we're going to focus it in, in the series type thing. Um, I used to my videos, my review videos used to be five, six, eight, ten, twelve you know, 20 minutes long. And because I wanted to give so much information and I was like, ah, oh, they want to know this and they want to know that and, and all this stuff. And I would write a review. Right. And so, um, and my wife would always tell me, you know what, like your videos are too long. I'm sorry. Like they're just, I can't watch them. I, they're, they're just long. And I would always say, but you know, I'm putting my heart into it and they, they want to know, and the, you might not want to know like all the you know, but they do. And I realize, you know, you can go into YouTube and, and these things and watch and see how long the, the view of each video is. And you can see, mm-hmm. hey, this is the average view. This is how long people get in before they click off it. And uh, and this this was backed up. What I found was backed up by several things that I researched subsequently. But um, truthfully, like in most videos and this, I don't know, this is a condemnation of our, our society, but like the attention span for most videos, uh, for most people on videos, like on Instagram and stuff are about, is about 26 seconds. And so mm-hmm. obviously you can't do a full review or, or, or really get into a topic in 26 seconds. Right. Um, but that though, you know, they find that that is the length of time that, most videos get likes is about 26 seconds. But um, if, you know, I try to shoot and recently I've tried to keep my reviews around for, for, for ones that I don't speak in. And it's just kind of like showcasing the the product to kind of uh, direct them to the written review. I try to keep it around a minute um, or a minute and a half, you know, Instagram. uh, I think I, I'm pretty sure unless they change it, it's still uh, about a minute is the at the you know the length of the post before you have to go you know see more of this video right i think it's i think it's still 60 seconds um and in that 60 seconds you can get a lot out if you have a script that you're gonna you know hit hit all the points get the high points showcase what you want and then direct them to perhaps your website or a blog post on your website that you're going to go into greater detail because um, truthfully, a lot of people don't want to sit down and watch a 30 minute video on, you know, my thoughts about a holster. Like I <laughs> um, can't talk that know. long, keep my interest for that long. Exactly. Talk, talking about a holster. There's probably a few people that are interested in, you know, what's what size of grommets did they use? What what grade of leather? <laughs> you know, what kind of 
kydex and how thick and what temperature they mold it at. But yeah, the average user is not going to be entertained with that more, more than probably about 30 seconds before they swipe and go to the next video. Yeah. So keep, keep it, keep it short. Um, that way also the editing isn't as, is hard. Um, you know, and if you're, what I, what I recommend is like, if you're going to do a video, record it in different segments that way. Um, if you do need to, you know, you messed up in a word in this part, you can edit that part out and not like have to reshoot the whole thing, you know? So if you do it in little segments, like, um, I find, and you can always, you know, cut, cut, you know, splice those, those parts together, put a overlay a photo. So it, you know, even if there's a jump in the photo in, in the video that, uh, you won't see it cause you just hear the audio kind of rolling together. So mm-hmm. there's, a, there's all kinds of little tricks, but, um, but yeah, the, trying to do a whole take, a, you know, a 15 minute, review and one take some people probably can do it i can't like i i just say too much dumb stuff i'm like why do i even say that like that's not what i wanted to say that's not the right <laughs> word um so yep definitely and uh last question i've got got for you is uh what are your suggestions when it comes to places to publish i know we've talked about you know, instagram things like that but if you found one place to be better than the other when it comes to uh publishing firearm related contents uh, specifically yeah, I I because I work for concealcarry.com and and I do my reviews for them. Um I don't publish my stuff on my own site. I I'll do some stuff on my own, but most of the stuff is through concealcarry.com and we have Vimeo, YouTube, uh Facebook, um I I can't remember. I I don't do the social media um, posts and stuff for the company, but I do, you know, upload those to those platforms so they can post them and everything. But um, I would say that recently it's, there's been a huge shift. I think I see our reach on um, Instagram is, is, is growing. And I don't know, there's just so many people on Instagram. I don't know if it's, you know, Facebook, people are kind of shifting away from Facebook as, you know, um, except for maybe like their news or the pictures of their kids and their family and stuff. But, um, I find we have a tremendous amount of, um, you know, interaction on, Instagram and on YouTube as well. Um, so those would be two places if you're not on Instagram and, you know, I, I'm kind of old, I'm, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm 46, so, um, I'm not super old, but like, I'm still not of the generation of like, Hey, Instagram. Right. And so, um, for me, I was a little bit hesitant to getting, getting on board like this. So what do you want me to do? Post a picture of just a picture of, you know, whatever. And I don't understand that, but, um, but if you want to reach people these days, uh, you do have to, I, I really do think you have to engage on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, uh, I, I would say, you know, a year that'll probably, you know, still be consistent, but at the same time, when we look at social media, you've also got to stay on top because look how fast TikToks take yeah. off. Um, look how fast, you know, all these different things have taken off. There's, I would venture to say, you know, within a year or two, there'll be another platform that people will be, you know, social media, well, they'll be sharing pictures or videos, or, you know, it'll be taking on Facebook, you know, those, those types of things. It's just the way things are going. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a smart guy, but I can tell you in two years, if somebody's listening to this, they'll probably be like, what's he talking about Instagram? That's, that's like <laughs> so old, right? Like, you know, like that's so I, I'm sure of that 
you know, among other things I've said, they'll probably think is ludicrous at that time too. But well, think about in five years, somebody will go back and listen to them. And it's like, these guys sound like cavemen, you know, YouTube, <laughs> Facebook, you know, right. hey, it's only 2022, but you know, it's, we, we are out of the, out of the stone age, at least. Were they using dial up back then? <laughs> hey, Matthew, we've been asking our, our guests this year. Can you name an influential mentor that's helped get you to where you are today? Man, like this is, I, there's so many different ways I can, I can look at this, this, and I could cop out and say so many different things that would be easy. Um, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, um, recently just because it's of the impact recently, um, I, I and it, it, unfortunately for, for the guys that are, you know, waiting to hear some, you know, I don't know, it, uh, firearm trainer that, that influenced me. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to cop out <laughs> and I'm, um, just recently, uh, just spiritually leading my family. And, and um, uh, there's a, a pastor who passed away. His name's Mark Trotter. He's written a, a bunch of books and, um, just somebody that, you know, some of the sermons and some of the books he's written have influenced me, not just, um, spiritually in, in my walk with Christ, but, um, made me a better, better dad, better husband, uh, better friend, better worker, better, you know, everything and allowed me to, um, really put into perspective what my goals are and, and, and what I need to be doing and, um, and do it the right way. And just, uh, yeah, just so, so I guess, uh, you know, you know, I I don't measure success the same way as as maybe some other people, but um, I got a you know a happy family, um, it, you know, and and I I can't I can't uh, that that that's successful to me. So um, I I don't know. And I, well, that's good <laughs> because the whole purpose you know behind asking this is for people to realize that you know sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to be some big name in a uh, firearm industry that makes a big difference in making you who you are today and having a pastor, you know, somebody who's been an author too, that, you know, has been influential in how you look at life. I think is very important because at the end of the day, nobody's going to ask you whether you shot nine or 45 at the end of the day, they're going to, they're going to ask you how well, uh, how good of a person you, you are. So yeah. very good. Well, Matthew, where can instructors find more information about Matthew and maybe some classes you're teaching? Yeah. So if you go on concealedcarry.com, uh, I have all the content stuff uh, that I write and you, you might be familiar with it anyways, because Rob's part of the network and all that. Um, uh, we have classes on there. I also have an individual site. It's uh, it's just M and then my last name, Marister, M-A-R-U-S-T-E-R.com. Uh, and uh, I have you know, some classes posted. I haven't, I don't have my updated, uh, yearly schedule yet. I'm not that squared away, but, um, but yeah, it, you, you can send me if, if you have questions about, you know, videos or, or products or anything, uh, I'm, I'm always happy to hear from people. Just even if you want to say, Hey, I heard the podcast and stop saying, um, every other word or whatever it is, right. I'm, I'm open and it's, it's great to hear from people. So there you go. Well, Matthew, thank you for your time today and uh, stay healthy. Yeah, thank you, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you soon. <laughs> Sounds good. That's a wrap for this episode. Let's announce this week's podcast prize winner. This week's winner is Johnny R., who won a pack of 9mm dummy rounds. Next week's prize will be a 2A Defender t-shirt. 
Remember, entries do not carry over from week to week. So visit podcast.concealedcarry.com to enter in for this week's prize giveaway. Subscribe to our podcast and also share it with your friends. You can also search all our podcasts on our website at farmtrainerpodcast.com. Do you have a suggestion on a new topic, a future guest, or just want to say hi? Feel free to email me at ftp at concealedcarry.com. Visit our sponsors, especially the Farm Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor insurance. Being a responsible instructor means having insurance coverage. Remember, use promo code FTP10 for 10% off. We bring this podcast, support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every farm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe, everyone. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.